Let's talk about protecting our health. Before trying anti-aging serums or wrinkle creams, check if you're getting enough collagen first. Adding collagen to your diet can highlight elasticity, health, and a youthful glow to your skin like nothing else you wouldn't believe. This is why I highly recommend taking collagen for better health. This amazing powder is specially formulated to enhance skin elasticity, hydration, and makes it easy to boost your collagen levels to support healthier skin. Try it today to receive 53% off plus several other free bonuses. Order today by going to healthwithx22.com. That is healthwithx22.com. 22.com. Let's talk about protecting your wealth. It's crypto buy time. Go to mydigitalmoney.com. After crossing the 30,500 mark, Bitcoin slid down to around 28,000, but this is expected and normal as some investors want to make some gains. Ethereum, on the other hand, is back to $1,700. What this offers you is an opportunity to make bigger gains. Go to mydigitalmoney.com. Thousands of customers are already buying like crazy, making sure another opportunity doesn't pass them by. Bitcoin and Ethereum have been resilient through all economic distresses throughout the year. During the regular chaos in the beginning of the year, Bitcoin gained 5,000 in a matter of one week. It responded to the banking crisis by gaining 7,000 weeks following the banking crisis. Go to MyDigitalMoney.com. Unlike most other crypto platforms, MyDigitalMoney.com, with their partner Equity Trust, founded in 1974, hold your crypto separately from their business operations. That means your assets are yours and cannot be touched. Invest with an IRA or standard account safely through their easy-to-use platform. Just go to MyDigitalMoney.com or call them at 83 3636-2008. We've been in an economic slump and it looks like there is more to come. Yet Bitcoin is up more than 70% year to date. If you want an asset that can grow your wealth, invest in crypto. Just go to mydigitalmoney.com. Go to mydigitalmoney.com. Open account now and get $50 in your account. Just enter X22 in the promo code field. Terms apply. And remember, there is always a risk of loss and past performance is not indicative of future results. Let's talk about our health. Americans' motivation for fitness has never been higher than this summer. A shocking 42% of Americans have stated they want a beach body, many of whom are switching to a keto diet to reach these health goals. To help reach these goals, I highly recommend taking this amazing keto powder. It is one of the most popular keto supplements on the market because it helps give you benefits of elevated ketones even without following a highly restrictive keto diet, which means you don't have to eliminate carbs. It's specially formulated to help boost metabolism, control appetite, and heighten energy levels. Try it today to receive 51% off plus several other free bonuses. Order today by going to keto with x22.com. That is keto with x22.com. Let's talk about protecting your wealth. Just as King Charles III of Britain has a crown with the timeless wealth of gold, you can enrich your future with the enduring value of a gold IRA. Like those precious crowns, a gold IRA doesn't tarnish over time. It shines brighter in economic turmoil. It's a hedge against inflation and stability in volatile markets. This month, the first solid quarter ounce gold standard bullion coin ever issued with Charles III's image can be yours with your own qualifying IRA or 401k roll over a 50,000 or higher. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments. Hurry and go to x22gold.com. That is x22gold.com. And always remember, there's always a risk of investment and there's no guarantee of any kind. Hi, and welcome. You're listening to the X-22 Report. My name is Dave, and this is episode 3095, and today's date is June 15th, 2023, and the title of the episode is Deep State Building Cyber Attack Narrative. Can you serve from jail? Playbook known. We must fight. Let's get right into the economic collapse news. Now, the deep state, the corrupt politicians, the private West Central Bank, the World Economic Forum... They are prepared to bring down the system. And we can see what the Fed has just done. They have paused the rates. Now, 
the United States most likely is in a recession already. We're already starting to see the layoffs. We're already starting to see the entire economic system completely crack. And we know that the deep state players, the central bank, the world economic forum, they don't want to be blamed for the entire economic system crashing on their watch. This is why they try to blame the Republicans with the debt ceiling. That entire plan completely fell apart. Now, they're out in the open. So how do you cover this up? How do you distract everyone from seeing that it was you that crashed the entire economic system? Now, the Fed is saying it's pausing the, the rates because don't worry, we got everything under control. We don't see a recession. We don't see anything happening. Everything is perfect. But we know that behind the scenes, most likely the Fed is going to hike most likely all next year, even if it holds rates steady. This is how they play the game. So what are they going to need to cover all this up? They're going to need some type of an event. And it seems like they're building that narrative right now where they're planning on releasing something. And what is that something? It's most likely going to be a cyber attack. Now, we're going to be talking about that in just a sec. But Genevieve Roquedector put this out on Twitter, said the following. Good morning, everyone. Jerome Powell said the Fed's forecasts have been wrong on inflation the last two years. Now he's saying rate cuts aren't going to happen for another couple years. Can we really depend on these projections anymore? Elon Musk responded to this, says he's wrong. Yes, the Fed, they don't control inflation. Raising the rates is not going to stop inflation. Because think about it. When Trump was in the White House and Trump had unemployment very low, inflation very, very low, below 2%. I think it was around 1.4%, something that, like that. Why was the Fed raising rates then? Were they, were they trying to control inflation? What was the point of the matter at that time? Oh, it was because they wanted to crash the economy under his watch. He called them out on it and they reversed what they were trying to do. Now we have the resident in the White House and we know that the entire system is being or being pushed into the Great Reset, the Green New Deal. And as they continually push, the entire economic system completely implodes on itself. And I do believe Trump and the Patriots, they already knew that this was going to happen because they know the playbook. They already knew that, hey, what they're going to do is they're going to shut down the energy independence. They're going to push the Green New Deal like we've never seen before. And they also knew that they were going to borrow and borrow and borrow, push stimulus because they thought they were in complete and utter control. And they thought, wow, we have the pandemic. Everyone's going to be locked in their homes. We can bring everyone into the Great Reset. Green New Deal, and we need to continually print and print and print, actually just push a button. And eventually what we'll do is we'll give some of this money to the people using what's called universal basic income, and they will just stay in their homes while the supply chains completely dry up and people then will beg us for more money. The entire system will crash. We'll blame it on the pandemic and we can bring everyone to where we want them to go. That's what Trump and the Patriots knew. They knew they were going to follow this plan. But what happened was their entire plan was countered. The people didn't stay in their homes. The people, they went back to work. Kids went back to school. Adults went back to college. And their entire plan fell apart. 
And but they couldn't stop. They couldn't say, hey, holy crap, look at this. Our plan fell apart. So let's stop with the Great Reset, the Green New Deal. Let's stop with continually printing money. Let's stop all this. They couldn't do it. So they had to continue with their plan. Now, I do believe Trump and the Patriots, they knew they were going to continue with their plan. And as they continue with their plan, what happened? Well, when you remove the country from being energy independent, that destroys the economy. It makes fuel costs go up. We're seeing it. When you keep printing and printing and printing, what do you see? You see inflation. We're seeing that right now. When the Fed raises rates to try to control the inflation, which I do believe Trump and the Patriots knew they were going to do because when they were trying to raise the rates under Trump to actually bring down the economy, not to control inflation, they they already knew because, and if you just look back in history, you already know that this will destroy the economic system. We saw it many times before. This is nothing new. And here we have the Fed holding off because remember, their entire plan is they don't want people to understand and realize it was them who caused this. It was them who created the avalanche. It was them that actually brought the system down. Now they want the system to come down. They want the system to implode on itself because this allows them to bring everyone into the great reset, but they just don't want to be blamed for it because if everyone knew it was them, if everyone understood that they destroyed the economy, would everyone go with them into a new system? No, they wouldn't. So what are they planning on doing? They're planning on bringing the entire system down and they need a cover story. And we know from the World Economic Forum, they've already told us in the next two years, and here we are already in 2023 going into 2024, we're going to have a cyber attack. And what's very interesting about this is that we had a cyber attack today, a global cyber attack. And I do believe what they're doing right now is they're building the narrative for this. But a news story came out where three hacker groups declared their intention to unleash a massive cyber onslaught on the European banking system, threatening to bring it to its knees within 48 hours. So this is very interesting. Now we have this report, and it's coming from Russia. It's Russian hackers that are going to bring down the entire economic system. And what effect do you think this is going to have if they just bring down the European banking system? Do you think this is going to have a domino effect and it's going to hit Every single country, it's going to destroy the system as we know it today, of course. And actually, they put out the message that this is not a DDoS attack. Games are over. No money, no weapons, no Kiev regime. And they're saying that this formula is going to work. Don't worry, we're bringing down the entire system and we're going to destroy it all. Now, of course, they're blaming, you know, this is coming from Russia. And of course, you know what the fake news is going to do. They're going to turn around and say it's Russia because in the end, what do they want? They want a distraction. They want a cover story. They want people to realize that it wasn't them that destroyed this economic system. But that's what they've been doing this entire time. They've been bringing this system down. It's at a tipping point right now. We're in a recession. I do believe this is going to be getting a lot worse. And they realize that now they need to start the cover story. Why do you think the World Economic Forum came out and said, listen, we're going to have a cyber attack in the next two years? Because this fits right into what they're trying to do. They're trying to bring us into the Great Reset, the Green New Deal. You need to build the story. They're not just going to come out and hit the United States or hit Europe. They need to actually explain to the public first what is going to happen. Because if you don't stop it, 
then that is your fault. So they're already telling us and letting us know that this is what they're planning to do. And if you don't step in, if nobody steps in and stops them, well, that is on you and we will continue with the events. So right now they're building this narrative up. And I do believe what they're going to do as the economy continually breaks down and people start to realize there are major, major problems and they see layoffs, they see more inflation, they see higher fuel costs, they see the real estate industry completely collapse. When they start to see all this, the people are gonna say, well, wait a minute, we know who's responsible for this. We know that it's the Fed. We know that it's the Biden administration. We know that it's the treasury because they're the ones who actually caused all of this. And what are they doing to solve this problem? They're doing absolutely nothing. Well, I do believe as the economy reaches that point and people start to complain and there's a lot of layoffs and everything starts to implode and the market starts to come down, that's when they're probably gonna hit us with a cyber attack. This is when they're gonna try to use the cover story to cover all of this up. And I don't mean that they're gonna hit everything at once and everything's just gonna shut down. They might hit a couple of places at first and there might be a warning saying, yes, this bank was hit. Uh, this banking system in Europe was hit. Uh, we're gonna shut down transactions right now. Nobody can take their money out because we don't know, you know, what happened. We don't know who has what we need to investigate. So we're going to close the bank down right now. You can move funds, maybe electronically, we'll have to see, but you can't come to the bank and take actual cash out. Now, I do believe they might go down this path where they might hit a couple of banks, get people used to it, and then have the big one. And I do believe they're going to try to use this to cover all this up. Now, I do believe Trump and the Patriots, they know that this is a possibility. They know the playbook. They know that they're going to try to bring down the entire economic system. But when they do something like that, what are they really doing? They're destroying their own system. And from the very, very beginning, this is what Trump and the Patriots knew they were going to do. No matter what, they were always planning on bring us into the Great Reset, the Green New Deal. They were always planning to bring this economic system down. They were always planning this agenda. Trump and the Patriots, all they did was, okay, you wanna bring the system down, you wanna destroy your own system, go right ahead. We already have countermeasures in place. We already have things set up, but if you wanna show the people that the system is imploding, and remember, this is a controlled cyber attack. This is not really coming from Russia. It's not really coming from China. It's coming from the deep state players. Yes, they might use the IPs from these countries. They might make it look like it's coming from them, but they're the ones who are doing this and it's going to be a controlled demolition of the economic system. And if it's a controlled demolition of the economic system, it really means the system is really not destroyed. They're going to make it look like it's destroyed. And I think Trump and the Patriots know this and they will be able to use this against them. Now, of course, everyone's gonna think it's destroyed. Everyone's gonna think that this system has ended and they will make their move to try to bring us into the Great Reset, the Green New Deal saying, this is not secure anymore. We need to go to a new system. We need to go to a blockchain system. Now, everyone's thinking to themselves, oh my God, they're gonna bring us to Bitcoin? No, when I say the blockchain system, that's not Bitcoin. That's what Bitcoin runs on. The blockchain system can run a central bank digital currency. What they're going to try to say is that this central bank digital currency is going to be secure on the blockchain system. Remember, the central bank digital currency 
is centralized by the central bank system. And I do believe this is the move they're going to try to make. Now, is it going to be over in a day? No, I do believe they're going to ramp it up over time. But Trump and the Patriots, they know this. They know that the system's really not dead. And I do believe this is when Trump and the Patriots are going to come in and they're going to start to shift everything. Now, I don't mean Trump's going to walk in and say, hey, by the way, everyone, what we need to do is this. And um, now I'm in control. We're going to see the House. They're going to actually make moves. They might even start investigations into why this is all happening. They might start to look at the Treasury. They might start to look at the Fed. They might look at certain things. And they might even say, you know something? We need to get to the bottom of this. And maybe we need to audit the Federal Reserve, because they're the ones who are in control. They were telling us that everything was fine, everything's secure. They're supposed to make sure that everything is okay in the system. And they might even be looking at certain banking systems to see why this happened, which I do believe is going to uncover quite a bit as we move forward. So all of this can be used against the deep state players. And it doesn't mean everything is destroyed. They're going to give the illusion that everything is destroyed and they're going to make it look really, really bad. And they might even have communication shut down. They might have parts of the internet shut down. They might have certain things happen where you think that the entire system has come to a screeching halt. And this is what they want you to think. It's almost like the pandemic. With the pandemic, what did they do? They needed some type of test to tell you that there was a pandemic because without cases, without deaths, and they just came out and said there's a pandemic, no one would believe it. So they needed to build something up and they created, and or they used the PCR test, which basically doesn't pick up COVID. They used that just to create the number of cases. Then they paid the hospitals to say everyone died from COVID. They created the event, just like they're going to create the event when the cyber attack happens. And they're going to make it look real. And of course, the fake news is going to be out there and they're going to be reporting on this, letting everyone know, yes, the banks right now, they're on a banking holiday. Everything is frozen. You cannot take your money out. You can't run to the bank and take cash out because they need everything contained to bring us into the new system. And this is where I do believe the Patriots are going to step in and they're going to fight against what is going on here. And I do believe the people are going to believe the Patriots over the World Economic Forum, the Central Bank, Biden, uh, the Treasury or the Fed. And I don't think the people are going to go along with what they want to do. And I do believe in the end, like I've been saying for a very long time, in the end, the people are going to make the final decision. And I do believe that certain Patriots within the House they're going to ramp up investigations into what has happened here and the people are going to start to find out quite a bit. Let's talk about protecting our health. Before trying anti-aging serums or wrinkle creams, check if you're getting enough collagen first. Adding collagen to your diet can highlight elasticity, health, and a youthful glow to your skin like nothing else you wouldn't believe. This is why I highly recommend taking collagen for better health. This amazing powder is specially formulated to enhance skin elasticity, hydration, and makes it easy to boost your collagen levels to support healthier skin. Try it today to receive 53% off plus several other free bonuses. Order today by going to healthwithx22.com that is healthwithx22.com
Let's talk about protecting your wealth. It's crypto buy time. Go to MyDigitalMoney.com. After crossing the 30500 mark, Bitcoin slid down to around 28000 but this is expected and normal as some investors want to make some gains. Ethereum, on the other hand, is back to $1,700. What this offers you is an opportunity to make bigger gains. Go to MyDigitalMoney.com. Thousands of customers are already buying like crazy, making sure another opportunity doesn't pass them by. Bitcoin and Ethereum have been resilient through all economic distresses throughout the year. During the regular chaos in the beginning of the year, Bitcoin gained 5,000 in a matter of one week. It responded to the banking crisis by gaining 7,000 weeks following the banking crisis. Go to MyDigitalMoney.com. Unlike most other crypto platforms, MyDigitalMoney.com, with their partner Equity Trust, founded in 1974, holds your crypto separately from their business operations. That means your assets are yours and cannot be touched. Invest with an IRA or standard account safely through their easy-to-use platform. Just go to MyDigitalMoney.com or call them at 833 833- 3636-2008. We've been in an economic slump and it looks like there's more to come. Yet Bitcoin is up more than 70% year to date. If you want an asset that can grow your wealth, invest in crypto. Just go to MyDigitalMoney.com. Go to MyDigitalMoney.com. Open an account now and get $50 in your account. Just enter X22 in the promo code field. Terms apply. And remember, there is always a risk of loss and past performance is not indicative of future results. Now, the deep state, the corrupt politicians, big tech fake news, the puppet masters, They have been struggling this entire time. And think about what Trump and the Patriots have done from the very, very beginning. Remember, this wasn't about a four-year election. It wasn't about Trump coming into the White House and putting a couple policies together and making everything look good. This was really about destroying the deep state system. This was really about taking back this country and giving it back to the people. Not just giving it back to the people, having the people wake up and actually take it back and Trump he knew when he stepped into the ring that he was going to be the bait he was going to be the bait for everything every arrow every sling every bullet anything that they threw at him he was going to take no matter what because he knew that he stepped in front of all of us they're really after the people of this country. They're really after we, the people. He's blocking them, saying, if you want to get to them, you need to go through me. So he baited them in, and he wanted to show the American people firsthand how corrupt the system is, how bad the system is. And you won't be able to see this in a month, in two months, three months, because you needed to wake up the population. And a lot of the population wasn't paying attention. So you needed at different phases to wake certain groups up so they could see how bad the country is. And if you look from the very, very beginning to where we are today, at every phase, you've seen the American people wake up You've seen the American people see the corruption, the election interference. You've seen the American people say, wow, I see the FBI, Department of Justice, DHS, CDC. They're all corrupt agencies. I see the election interference. I see how they interfered in the elections. I see how corrupt it is and how they don't follow the rule of law. This is what he was out there doing. He was showing the American people by standing in front of us how corrupt and how this criminal syndicate operates. Now, 
His mission is not complete. Yes, there's a lot of people that have woken up. There's a lot of people that understand this, but he needs to have the deep state do everything to him first so he can turn this around on them. Because once it happens to him first where he's indicted, which we're seeing today, where they came after his tax returns and he made him go all the way up to the Supreme Court, he needs all of this to happen, even maybe being put in jail. And I know this is gonna make a lot of people crazy and a lot of people say, wait, what's going on here? Wait, he, he might go to jail? Well, it seems that to complete this entire mission, he's going to have to take it to the nth degree because the people have to see firsthand how the criminal syndicate will jail their political opponent. I mean, you really only see this in banana republics. And actually, I do believe Trump continually says we are becoming a third world banana republic. So sometimes you need to see this firsthand and the people need to see how bad it really is. And I do believe we might be headed in this direction. Now, at the same time that this is all happening, we know the deep state players, they don't want the truth getting out there. And we know that they're probably, most likely, they're going to use a cyber attack to shut down communications, maybe even shut down the internet, shut down certain areas with power because they need to shut down the flow of information. They don't have the control over the flow of information. And already we're starting to hear stories about, oh, look, there was a global cyber attack. Oh, look, Russia's saying that they can actually blow up the communication lines under the sea because Biden went ahead and blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. We're already starting to see the narrative being built for all of this. And what we're seeing is where the patriots, where they're bringing them down this path of where they want them to be. Trump, he's not just the bait. He's baiting them in and bringing them down the path. He wants them to follow the playbook that he set out. So when playbook is known, it's actually what the patriots want them to do. And what you do is you create certain instances to force them into doing what you want them to do. And yes, there's also a plan and certain there are certain individuals that are part of the plan that are pushing this entire operation in the direction they want it to go. Why do you think Trump knows about the war? Why do you think Trump knows about what's going to happen with Taiwan? You think he's sitting there in front of a crystal ball going, oh, I'm looking into the future and I can see the future? No, he knows this because it's been planned out. There are certain actors that are playing the role, that are going along with this to remove and destroy the deep state. Actually, if you realize what he's been saying, and he's been using the word deep state, that we're going to obliterate them. We're going to destroy them. We're going to have justice. 
and they've been, and I'm talking about the Patriots, they've been sending us messages, letting us know this is the direction we're heading in. And I do believe this time around, the deep state players, they don't have the ability to cheat electronically like they did before. They don't have the ability to cheat with paper ballots like they did before. They don't have the resources, the ability to take such an undertaking to actually cheat on the level they're going to have to cheat. Because now think about how many people are behind Trump. Do you think everything that they're doing, it's hurting him? No, more and more people are with him. More and more people are going to vote for him. They know this. Trump knows this. He's bringing them into an area where he can control all of this. And this is why I do believe in the end, the deep state players, they're going to use a cyber event to say a country attacked us. They're going to try to bring us to the precipice of war. And we might even see some scary things. And we mentioned that before in other reports. And you can see that they're already building this up. Now, I do believe Trump, he sent us a message because he put out the same exact video that Dan Scavino put out where you see the caravan going to Bedminster and the song that is playing is from the Phantom of the Opera. But I do believe Trump is letting us know that we must fight. We can't sit back. We must all fight against the deep state players because if we're going to take the country back, we need to understand the criminal syndicate. We need to see how dirty and how infiltrated the system is. We need to see it all. And I do believe this is exactly what's playing out right now. And this is going to allow the people to fight back. It's going to allow the people to take back the country. It's going to allow the people to keep the country because they fought for it. And I do believe Trump just sent us a message. Now, we're going to be talking a lot more about this a little bit later. But first, let's talk about what's happening with Biden, because it seems that, as the fake news would say, the walls are closing in, in around him. Tom Fitton put this out and said the following. Delaware Supreme Court questions University of Delaware's refusal to release Biden Senate docs. So the Delaware Supreme Court justices heavily questioned the University of Delaware's rationale for refusing to release President Joe Biden's Senate papers during oral arguments. The Daily Caller News Foundation and Judicial Watch, they filed an appeal with the Delaware Supreme Court in January after the Superior Court held that the university had satisfied the burden of proof needed to justify denying the records along with related communications and agreement, which they had requested in 2020. During the hearing, Justice Legro pushed back on the university's argument by reading part of the Supreme Court's prior opinion, which she noted seems to say something else. Unless it is clear on the face of the request that the requested records are not subject to the Freedom of Information Act, the public body must search for responsive records, requiring the university to create a document that would allow the Superior Court to determine on remand whether it performed an adequate search. You didn't perform a search, she said. How can this court even conclude that what you did is consistent with this prior decision? The public has a right to know who's paying for the Biden documents and how they are being kept. 
The records have been housed at the University of Delaware Library since 2012, when Biden provided them with the understanding that they would not be publicly released until they had been properly processed and archived. Information contained in the records could relate to Tara Reid, who accused Biden of sexually abusing her while working in his Senate office in 1993, or the president's son, Hunter Biden, who is under investigation for the alleged failure to pay taxes and lying on federal firearms forms. So... Right now, and this is the trick that they use, well, we haven't gone through the records, we haven't sorted them out, so we can't hand this over to you. And we see that the Daily Caller and Judicial Watch, they are continually pushing and pushing for these records. And I do believe Biden is hiding these records because he knows if these records get out there, which I do believe they're eventually going to get out there, he knows it is game over for him. And it looks like that time is quickly approaching because think about everything else that we're seeing. We're seeing all the evidence pour out. Actually, Comer is saying he's going to have more information and there might even be $20, $30 million worth of bribes and money going back and forth. But Sean Davis, he put this out on Twitter. He said the following, a highly trusted confidential source told the FBI that Burisma's president was rattled by Trump's victory, fearing an investigation would reveal the Burisma executive's bribes to the Biden family, which included 5 million payment to Hunter Biden and a 5 million payment to Joe Biden. According to the source, whose recollections are contained in a report the FBI tried to hide, the Burisma executive said the Bidens had coerced him into paying the bribes and that he had recordings of the conversation with Joe Biden himself. Grassley revealed a foreign national identified by individuals with knowledge of the matter as Burisma founder Slavjewski alleged possessed 17 recorders implicating the Bidens in a pay-to-play scandal, while 15 of the order recordings consisted of phone calls between Zlovjewski and Hunter Biden. Two were of calls of the Ukrainian had with then-Vice President Joe Biden, and this is according to the FD-1023. The Federalist has now learned the FD-1023 reported the CHS saying that the Bidens coerced Zlojewski to pay the bribes and sources familiar with the investigation also explain that the context of Zlojewski's statement that the context further bolsters the CHS's reporting and really go back in time think about it right now we're learning that Biden he's involved in money laundering bribes you name it with Ukraine they covered up and this is what Biden was doing and this is what the deep state was doing the criminal syndicate They were covering up all their crimes and they were projecting this all onto Trump with impeachment hoax number one, because with impeachment hoax number one, what they did was they tried to make it seem like Trump was involved in a pay or quid pro quo, but it was really Biden. Biden was the one receiving the bribes. Biden was the one money laundering. Biden was the one doing doing all this. And it was very interesting because if you go back in time when this whole thing was happening with Zelensky with Trump's phone call, that which he completely released, it was completely transparent. There was a recording of Biden talking about how he was forcing the Ukrainian government to do what he wanted, or he was going to hold back funds. And that right there is, you know, quid pro quo. He's the one who did this. And now with all this information coming out, it's all starting to make sense to the American people. Now, of course, we have been watching this. We have been observing this. We understood this, but the American people didn't understand this. And what's very interesting about this is right now with Biden, we don't see any of the fake news 
outlets reporting on this. New York Times, Washington Post, USA Today, CNN, ABC, NBC, CBS. It seems like they're not really reporting on any of this. And they tried to cover all of this up by going after Trump and indicting him on fake charges. This is how they continually cover up their crimes. But we can see what's happening right now. Let's talk about our health. Americans' motivation for fitness has never been higher than this summer. A shocking 42% of Americans have stated they want a beach body, many of whom are switching to a keto diet to reach these health goals. To help reach these goals, I highly recommend taking this amazing keto powder. It is one of the most popular keto supplements on the market because it helps give you benefits of elevated ketones even without following a highly restrictive keto diet, which means you don't have to eliminate carbs. It's specially formulated to help boost metabolism metabolism, control appetite, and heighten energy levels. Try it today to receive 51% off plus several other free bonuses. Order today by going to KetoWithX22.com. That is KetoWithX22.com. Let's talk about protecting your wealth. Just as King Charles III of Britain has a crown with the timeless wealth of gold, you can enrich your future with the enduring value of a gold IRA. Like those precious crowns, a gold IRA doesn't tarnish over time. It shines brighter in economic turmoil. It's a hedge against inflation and stability in volatile markets. This month, the first solid quarter-ounce gold standard bullion coin ever issued with Charles III's image can be yours with your own qualifying IRA or 401k rollover of 50000 or higher. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments. Hurry and go to x22gold.com. That is x22gold.com. And always remember, there's always a risk of investment and there's no guarantee of any kind. As they continue to try to cover up the crimes, it's making it worse because the people can see through all this. I do believe this is why Trump and the Patriots needed to wake up the American people first, because now with the American people not listening to the propaganda of the fake news and they're thinking for themselves and they're thinking logically, they can see through everything that is going on and they can see who the true criminals are. This is why Trump, this is why more and more people are flocking to him. This is why the deep state isn't succeeding in what they're trying to do, where they're trying to get him to take a deal or do something to bow out of the elections. Everything that they're trying to do is not going to work because Trump took the time to wake the American people up very, very slowly so they could see the criminal syndicate. And he exposed who the agencies, who the players are, so the people could understand as we move forward. And this is not going to get better for them this is going to get a lot worse. Now, we're going to be talking a lot more about what's going to happen to Trump and what's going to happen in this country, because I think things are really building up right now. And over the next year, it's everything's going to accelerate like we've never seen before. And things are going to look scary. Things are going to look dim or uh, not the way you think it's going to play out. But again, the Patriots are in control and they're the ones who are bringing the deep state down this path. Just like Trump, the Patriots showed everyone how the deep state is going to allow all the legals into this country, how they're not going to shut down the borders. Remember, he could have finished the wall. He could have had that wall done. No problem whatsoever. He's a builder. He knows how long it's going to take. He knows that he could finish these things. I mean, just look at all the other things that he finished in record time. Why did he leave the wall open? Because he wanted to show the American people the true criminal syndicate, how these individuals were going to let in drug traffickers, human traffickers, child traffickers, MS-13 gang members, how they were going to bring in children into this country that really didn't have families and use them for pedophilia or slave labor. He wanted the American people to see the true criminal syndicate. He didn't want to explain it. He wanted 
every single person to see it. And he wanted everyone to see the deep state players. He wanted everyone to see how they will lie to your face and then their actions, they were going to do the opposite. Let's take, for example, what's happening out in New York. Remember, there's a sanctuary city. We're going to accept every illegal in here because we we are an open and free country. Yes, we are an open and free country, but we vet our people. Do we really want criminals running around the streets? Do we really want gang members running around the streets? Well, that's why you vet people, just like you vet people coming into your home. Do you just open the door and say, anybody can come in here, no problem. Well, Mayor Adams tried to convince everyone, you know what, we love the illegals so much, we're going to allow them into Gracie Mansion. We're gonna put them up in rooms to show you this is what we're going to do because we are that country. Well, he's already backtracking. And yes, what do they do? They say, well, because of legal precedent and because of the law and legal issues, we just can't do that. So instead of bringing them into Gracie Mansion, how about you bring them into your other home? How about we compromise? Okay, you're saying it's legal issues. We know it's BS. Why don't you bring these individuals, and you can't vet them, by the way, because they haven't been vetted coming into this country. So you don't have the ability to vet them either because you're telling us we should just let everyone in, right? Bring them into your other home. Let them live there with your family. Let your cousins take them in. How come he's not doing that? If you notice, his actions now aren't matching what he said. He didn't know there was going to be legal issues. He didn't check this out before he mentioned this. Actually, this is what he said. I think leading the challenge of migrant problem is both substantive and symbolic. And as I always said, good generals lead from the front. So it's symbolic. So basically he's telling everyone it's just a symbolic gesture. I wasn't really planning on letting people stay in here. I just wanted to show everyone that this is what you should do, but I'm not actually going to do it. So, but you can do it. Let them go to your private residence. Let them go to your brothers, your sisters, your cousins. Let them all take them in. Remember, no vetting. Whoever you get, you get, and you need to deal with it, just like the country is dealing with it because you told us we don't need to vet people. You think they're going to do it? Absolutely not. Now, the other thing that's very interesting is we're learning that all these fact checkers, and we know from the very beginning that they're not really checking facts. They were brought into existence because people were telling the truth and the fake news was losing the propaganda narrative and they needed a way to counter that. So they needed to bring in fact checkers. So what we come to find out from a new study from the Washington Free Beacon, they analyzed political contributions from U.S. employees who call themselves fact checkers. And it reveals that an astounding 99.5% of their donations went to Democrats. That's right, nearly 100%. That means that the policing of the internet for facts is being carried out by partisan Democrats who nearly exclusively target conservatives and independents for fact checks. Isn't that interesting? Then America First Legal found something else out and they exposed what is really going on. A secret list of journalists pushing propaganda on behalf of the U.S. government 
has been revealed as a result of our litigation against the, the State Department to uncover the dark truth about the Global Engagement Center. We obtained more documents from our lawsuit against the State Department about the GEC, exposing the international censorship czars. Meet the 11 journalists who decide what you can see online. And it's Anna Brackis, Angie Holland, Barbara Whitaker, Ellen, I'm not even going to pronounce her last name, and the list goes on and on and on. Key takeaways from all this. The global cabal of fact checkers do not appear to be benevolent truth seekers, they say. They appear to be highly ideological activists affiliated through the pointer network backed by the same money to say the same thing. Their claim of independence is hilarious. Independent means free from the influence of others. But as we will see, all fact checkers claim the credential of IFCN, a pointer backed organization that gives them their legitimacy to influence content moderation online. First up, meet Angela Holland, editor-in-chief, PolitiFact. She's been involved with this area since PolitiFact launched in 2007, and she won a Pulitzer in 2009. She is deeply intertwined in the Pointner network and lectures and teaches others the ways of censorship. As AFL has previously shown, Pointner runs PolitiFact and FactCheckNet, which was initially funded by the Department of State, funded National Endowment for Democracy, Google, Facebook, The Bill, and Melinda Gates Foundation, and George Soros Open Society. Matt Taibbi, report on censorship industrial complex. Pointner is number eight on the list of 50 organizations to know. There he reports that in an election slack, the FBI asked about two tweets and Twitter trust and safety staffer cites PolitiFact as the authority for striking a piece of content writing. This is proven to be false via this. So we can see from all of this that all these fact checkers, they're not really checking facts. They're just trying to create and control the narrative because what happened? The fake news, they lost the narrative. We have truth tellers out there on all different platforms that were combating the fake news. They were losing the battle. So they needed to bring in fact checkers to boost them up, saying that they were telling the truth. The fact checkers didn't work. The people saw through this and the truth tellers continually told the truth. No matter what happens, if you continually tell the truth over and over and you have facts to back it up, no matter how much propaganda they throw at you, no matter if they use fact checkers that they're pointing to other propaganda, it will always lose in the end. The truth will always win. And that's what we've been seeing. And actually, that's what President Trump has been doing. All he's been doing is telling the truth. Yes, they come at him with propaganda. Propaganda is flashy. It looks good. It sounds good. And people believe it in the very beginning. But what happens over time is that propaganda, it loses its shine. It loses its luster. And people start to see through it and they start to realize, wait a minute, it's looking more like a lie than actual news or the actual truth. And what Trump said, that's looking more like the truth and that's starting to shine. And he has facts behind what he said. It took a little bit of time, but it always wins out no matter what. And I do believe Trump has been using this to his advantage this entire time because he knew from the very beginning when he said uh, fake news, he knew that they would use the propaganda as much as they possibly can to try to destroy him. And all he had to do was sit there, smile and tell the truth. 
And the truth, look where we are today. The truth is winning. Look at the Russia hoax. In the very beginning, the propaganda looked flashy. The Steele dossier looked flashy. The P-tape looked flashy. But now, it took some time, but the truth came out and said, that was all fake. The D's, they paid for it. Hillary Clinton paid for it. The Alpha Bank hoax, the D's paid for it. Hillary Clinton paid for it. Look at all the other impeachments. Look at the election fraud. No one was really believing it. Now, if you look at the poll numbers, the people realize, yeah, the 2020 elections, there was election fraud. It looks like FBI, the CIA, they were involved in interfering in the election because all Trump had to do over time was tell the truth and just repeat it. And the propaganda was going was to completely implode on itself over time. And the people would eventually come to his side. And that is what we're seeing today. You didn't have to believe in the, in the very beginning. See, you don't have to believe the truth. You don't have to say, I believe what Trump is saying. I don't have, you don't have to believe any of it. It doesn't matter because the truth is going to happen no matter what. Because as you keep telling the truth and you keep presenting the facts, that will always override it. So it doesn't matter if you don't believe, eventually you will. And the people will understand what the truth is. And once they learn what the truth is, they realize who the liars are. They realize who the criminal syndicate is. They realize, wow, I can't believe I didn't believe this from the very beginning. And that's what we're going through right now. People who would never, ever believe Trump are starting to believe him because they see who's telling the truth. And he told us the truth when he said, listen, World War III is coming. They're going to use the N-word. And that's nuclear, by the way. And we're going to see China go into Taiwan. And we're starting to see this build up over time. We already have North Korea out there. They're still firing their short-range ballistic missiles. We had Japan. They confirmed this. Now, remember, when Trump, when he was in the White House, North Korea, they stopped firing missiles. Now they're firing missiles once again. Remember, Trump has turned all of this on them because remember what the 16-year plan is. The 16-year plan was to bring us to war. They were going to have North Korea bring us to war. And what Trump is doing right now, he's turned all of this on them. And they're the ones who are going to bring us to war. They're the ones who are going to push war. He's the one who's going to stop war. And you can see he's been telling the people this is what's going to happen. And yes, once again, the people are going to see the truth. Now, the other thing that we've come to find out is that there is now new evidence of Chinese military shadow labs at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. A newly unearthed State Department cable suggests that the military wing of the Chinese Communist Party was operating so-called shadow labs at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Now, this is a redacted State Department cable from August 2020. Let's talk about protecting our health. Before trying anti-aging serums or wrinkle creams, check if you're getting enough collagen first. Adding collagen to your diet can highlight elasticity, health, and a youthful glow to your skin like nothing else you wouldn't believe. This is why I highly recommend taking collagen for better health. This amazing powder is specially formulated to enhance skin elasticity, hydration, and makes it easy to boost your collagen levels to support healthier skin. Try it today to receive 53% off plus several other free bonuses. Order today by going to healthwithx22.com. That is healthwithx22.com. 22.com.
Let's talk about protecting your wealth. It's crypto buy time. Go to MyDigitalMoney.com. After crossing the 30500 mark, Bitcoin slid down to around 28000 but this is expected and normal as some investors want to make some gains. Ethereum, on the other hand, is back to $1,700. What this offers you is an opportunity to make bigger gains. Go to MyDigitalMoney.com. Thousands of customers are already buying like crazy, making sure another opportunity doesn't pass them by. Bitcoin and Ethereum have been resilient through all economic distresses throughout the year. During the regular chaos in the beginning of the year, Bitcoin gained 5,000 in a matter of one week. It responded to the banking crisis by gaining 7,000 weeks following the banking crisis. Go to MyDigitalMoney.com. Unlike most other crypto platforms, MyDigitalMoney.com, with their partner Equity Trust, founded in 1974, hold your crypto separately from their business operations. That means your assets are yours and cannot be touched. Invest with an IRA or standard account safely through their easy-to-use platform. Just go to MyDigitalMoney.com or call them at 83 833- 3636-2008. We've been in an economic slump and it looks like there is more to come. Yet Bitcoin is up more than 70% year to date. If you want an asset that can grow your wealth, invest in crypto. Just go to MyDigitalMoney.com. Go to MyDigitalMoney.com. Open an account now and get $50 in your account. Just enter X22 in the promo code field. Terms apply. And remember, there is always a risk of loss and past performance is not indicative of future results. And it was obtained by US Right to Know, which is a watchdog. And it has a section labeled Cyber Evidence of PLA Shadow Labs at WIV and Bioengineering University. PLA refers to the People's Liberation Army, China's military. And the details of the evidence are redacted, but other sections include PLA contractor involved in the construction of the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And remember, Trump from the very beginning has said, it's the China virus. It came from China. Now, this doesn't mean that's where the virus was created. That's where it was released. Where was it created? It could have been Ukraine. That's where they could have taken the virus, used gain of function, and they were able to create COVID. And maybe China replicated, maybe they transported it down there. Who knows? But we could see this is where it came from. They're the ones who built it. They're the ones who were working with Fauci, the deep state players, and everyone else. And now the truth is continually getting out there and the people are starting to realize what's really going on. And what's very interesting is that BLM is crashing hard. Support now is dropping off a cliff as Americans are reaching race fatigue right now. And this is coming from a new poll. The people are saying, listen, it's enough, it's enough. Actually, we're also seeing it with all these different pronouns. Adults in a Burlington, Massachusetts community are calling for action in response to a middle school children tearing down pride banners and chanting USA are my pronouns. The kids are reaching a point. They're reaching the precipice where they're saying enough is enough. The people are reaching a point in regards to race saying enough is enough. We can't take this anymore. It doesn't make sense. Actually, when you look at BLM right now, a majority of Americans polls say 61% said the movement has failed to improve relations between Americans of different races. In addition, 57% of those questions stated that the movement hadn't been successful in improving the lives of black Americans. So right now, the people, they understand that this organization, it doesn't work. It never was supposed to work. This was an arm of the Democratic Party. It was an arm of the deep state players. And they used it to push what? Riots. Now, we might see another event. We might see something happen, which is coming up because we're approaching the election. Usually what happens with BLM Everything dies down. And as we approach the election, what happens? We get an event, something happens, and the fake news 
pushes everything that they have to build this up. And then we have the protests, we have the riots. And I do believe we might see this occur once again in 2024. But the good thing is that the people are seeing through BLM right now. They're not buying what they're selling. And I don't think if they have an event, I don't think the people are going to say, okay, now we're back with BLM. They're going to do something. I think the people realize they're never going to do anything. Actually, if you look at all the individuals that are controlling or um, created BLM, they're the ones who are stealing the money. They're the ones who are getting rich. Then also they're taking that money, laundering it over to the Democratic Party. That's pretty much what they're doing. Now, the other thing that's very interesting And this has to do with the elections, because we can start to see that a lot more information is coming out about election fraud, election rigging. The American people now with the polls, they're showing that, yes, we believe there's election rigging. Yes, there's fraud in the elections. It looks like there's different agencies that were involved in election uh, interference. So now the people are understanding and they're realizing that there are problems with the elections. They're not free. They're not clear. They're not transparent. They're actually basically fraudulent right now, and they're a complete and utter mess. But a newly unsealed court document revealed that Georgia election officials have been aware of vulnerabilities in the state's voting software for over two years, but have decided not to update the system until after the 2024 election. The vulnerabilities pertain to certain Dominion voting machines, and their existence has been confirmed by federal cybersecurity officials who have advised election officials nationwide to update their systems. So that's very interesting They knew about the vulnerabilities, but they decided they're not going to do anything about them. Lawyers representing uh, Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger stated in a recent federal court hearing that they would forego installing Dominion security patches until after the next presidential election. Election officials in Georgia maintain that the vulnerabilities are unlikely to be exploited. How do they know this? I mean, that's just absolutely ridiculous. Oh, so... We shouldn't put locks on doors because we we don't feel like anyone's going to rob this place. Oh, we shouldn't put locks on our cars because I don't feel like anyone's going to steal this car. I'm not going to fix the vulnerabilities in the election equipment because th- we know that nobody's really going to attack it. No one's going to do anything. I mean, this is absolutely ridiculous when you really think about this. Unbelievable. Actually, these machines should not even be used anymore. We need to go back to one day, which the Constitution states, and we need to go back to paper ballots where each little tiny county or district area counts the votes in front of everyone. Everyone puts a paper ballot into a clear uh, glass box. Everyone can see the paper ballot sitting there. Then they count it, and those numbers are brought up to the next level and the next level. And this way you can always keep track of all the numbers. So if you needed to ever see the election results, all you need to do is backtrack and make sure that all the numbers match. And it's that simple. But the other thing that's very interesting is that the Texas governor, Greg Abbott, he signed a significant bill that intensifies the state's stance against election fraud. The new law known as House Bill 1243 has reinstated election fraud as a serious criminal offense, a felony that carries a potential sentence of up to 20 years in prison. I do believe this should be in every single state because we're voting for our leaders, especially the presidential election. So if you're allowed to cheat and overthrow the United States government, there should be a heavy, heavy penalty cheating or 
manipulating the elections. And this should be in every single state. And I think we're going to get there. I think we're going to get to voter ID. I think we're going to get to paper ballots. Why do I say this? Well, Rasmussen, they did a report, a poll. And what they've come to find out is that a majority of voters continue to suspect widespread election fraud and expect cheating at the ballot box to influence the 2024 presidential election. So the latest Rasmussen report, National Telephone and Online Survey, finds 54% of likely U.S. voters believe cheating is likely to affect the outcome of the next presidential election, including 30% who think it's very likely. 41% say election cheating is unlikely to affect the 2024 election. So right now, more than half of the people in this country realize that the 2024 presidential election, it's going to be affected by cheating. I think this tells you everything you need to know. Trump, from the very beginning, back in 2020, when no one believed there was election fraud, everyone said, no, that the, the, the elections are all good. Now the people of this country, they realize the elections, they are a mess. There's cheating like we've never seen before. And actually, this is going to lead back into the 2020 election because now people are going to start to realize that the election was rigged, that those people that cheat in the election, they work with the foreign government because we can see right now, Biden, he's working with the foreign government. He actually was put into the White House, hmm, installed. So he cheated in the election. He overthrew the duly elected president and he's working with a foreign government who actually most likely helped him do this. And I don't mean him alone. Remember, Obama is in the basement speaking to Biden. Obama is taking orders from other people above. They're in the background. And now all this information is coming out. And this is why they're going after Trump, because everything that they had in place is completely falling apart. Everything's being exposed. The people aren't going along with them. And they can't have this. So they're trying to get Trump to bend a knee. They're trying to force him out of the race. And he's tr and they're trying to get the people to say, hey, we're not going to vote for him. So what did they do? They went ahead and they attacked him with an indictment. Well, they tried it first with Bragg. And the people were like, yeah, that's not going to sway us. That's not going to push us away from Trump. Actually, more people went to the side of Trump. So they said, okay, we're going to have to up the game here. We're going to have to indict him on federal charges. The Espionage Act. This will get the people away from him. That didn't work either. But Will Scharf put this out on Twitter. He said the following. I am a former assistant U.S. attorney, worked on two Supreme Court confirmations and clerk for two federal appellate judges. The indictment and case against President Trump is outrageous and shocking. But let's get into the details. Here are my six key points on the case. Number one, interplay between the Espionage Act and the Presidential Records Act. A lot of my friends have spoken insightfully about the scope of the Presidential Records Act. I'd direct you to Mike Davis's commentary on the subject and also Michael Bakesha of Judicial Watch piece yesterday in the Wall Street Journal about the Clinton sock draw case. Basically, their argument distills down to the idea that the president's authority to retain personal records, as well as his rights to access his presidential records, make it impossible to prosecute him under the Espionage Act section at issue here, section 793E, because the government cannot prove unauthorized possession as required under the statute. I want to make a different point relating to the 
intent elements in Section uh, 793E of the Espionage Act, the statute Trump is being charged under. Section 793E requires the government to prove that the defendant knew he had national defense information in his possession, and also that the defendant knew that there was a government official entitled to receive the information, and also that the defendant then willfully failed to deliver it to that official. This is a very high set of men's ray bar to jump. In any circumstance, proving a defendant's intent and knowledge can often be tough, but it's even tougher here. The Presidential Records Act sets up a system where the president designates all records that he creates either as a presidential or a personal records, 44 USC, section 2203B. A former president is supposed to turn over his presidential records to NARA, and he has the right to keep his personal records. Based on the documents I've read and his actions that I've read about, I believe that Trump viewed his boxes as his personal records under the PRA. There are statements he made quoted in the indictment that support this view. If Trump considered the contents of these boxes to be of purely personal interest, hence his designation of them as personal records, did he knowingly retain NDI? Did he really think these documents, like years-old briefing notes and random maps jumbled together with his letters, news clippings, scribbled notes, and random miscellaneous items could be used to the injury of the United States? Or did he just think of them as mementos of his time in office, his personal records of the four years akin to a journal or diary? If he thought that these boxes were his personal records, he may have believed that Nara simply had no right to receive them at all, meaning that he did not willfully withhold anything from an official he knew had the right to receive them because he didn't believe that anyone had the right to receive them. By breathlessly bandying around classification levels and markings, the special counsel is trying to make this case seem much, much simpler than it is. Classification levels do not automatically make something NDI, and having classified documents in your possession is not enough to convict here. This is not a matter of classified documents. Mar-a-Lago bathroom equals conviction. That's what they want you to think. And that's the media's inch deep view, typically, but it's dead wrong. More than anything, this case hinges on the ability of the special counsel to prove beyond a reasonable doubt aspects of Trump's state of mind that will be extremely difficult to prove in his case because of his obligations and rights under the Presidential Records Act, in addition to all of the usual issues. Number two, classification and national defense information. I want to reiterate this point because it's really important. Just because something is classified, even top secret, SCI, no foreign, FISA, pick your alphabet soup, does not mean that is national defense information within the meaning of the Espionage Act. NDI for the purposes of Espionage Act, Section 793E, prosecution is defined as one of a long list of items relating to the national defense, which information the processor had reason to believe could be used to the injury of the United States or to the advantage of any foreign nation. A lot of documents listed in the indictment are older or seemingly random. With Trump in 2022, have had reason to know that 2019 briefing document related to various foreign countries with handwritten annotation and black marker could harm the U.S. or help foreign countries? Tough to say, because we can't see the documents. But that's a question the jury is going to have to decide in the end. And Trump's legal team needs to drive home this point over and over again. Classification is not dispositive in this case. Harm to America or benefit to foreign country is the standard. Anyone who has worked around government knows that overclassification is a huge problem. 
A ton of documents end up being classified because of arcane technical rules that may not reflect the real world. If the president were to ask the Navy what's for lunch for the next week at Coronado, for example, I'll bet you the answer comes back with a classification marker on it. Not everything classified constitutes NDI. Focus on the actual legal standards and statutory language, not a bunch of scary-looking all-caps acronyms. Number three, Walt Nauta and DOJ misconduct. Far and away, the most troubling side story to emerge from this saga so far are the allegations made by Trump aide and co-defendant Walt Nauta's lawyers last week. You may have missed it if you blinked. Not surprisingly, the mainstream media has mostly buried this one. Nauta's lawyer, Stanley Woodward, alleged in a court filing that during a meeting with the prosecutors about his client's case, the head of the counterintelligence section of the DOJ's National Security Division, Jay Bratt, suggested Woodward's judicial application for a D.C. Superior Court judgeship might be considered more favorably if he and his client cooperated against Trump. If true, and I find it hard to believe that Woodward would just make the whole thing up, this is wild misconduct, truly wild it could undermine the entire case against Trump and Nauta. It could end careers at DOJ if fairly investigated. That is very interesting. Number four, attorney-client privilege. The indictment relies on a significant amount of information received in one form or another from one of Trump's lawyers. Evan Cochran, who was compelled to testify in front of the grand jury, according to news reports. The argument for breaching the privilege was the crime fraud exception. Let's talk about that a little bit. The attorney-client privilege protects from disclosure to the government confidential communication made between clients and their attorneys. It has been around for centuries and is considered core protection in our justice system. The crime fraud exception, though, allows the attorney-client privilege to be broken in rare circumstances when two requirements are met. First, there needs to be a prima facie showing that the client was engaged in criminal conduct. Second, the client has to have obtained a sought the attorney's assistance in furthering that crime. I haven't seen DOJ's filing on Cochrane, but I'd be interested to know how they argued this. First of all, what was the crime they used as a predicate? Was it unlawful retention of the documents? If so, there's nothing in the indictment that I can see indicating that Cochrane's communication with Trump would have furthered that in a way that would justify breaching privilege. Was it obstruction? I think that this is the most likely option. They pierced attorney-client privilege using obstruction as the predicate crime for the crime fraud exception, saying that Trump's conversation with Cochran amounted to him attempting to enlist Cochran in a criminal obstruction scheme. Now, we'll see how that goes for the government. I have my doubts. But if that's the case, just reading this indictment, it feels like the obstruction charge may have been structured specifically in part just to get Cochran's testimony into help buttress what would otherwise be a much weaker case against Trump on the substantive charges. I expect a motion by Trump's legal team on this issue. And if they win, they will cut the guts out of much of this case. Very tough to prove up intent and willfulness the way the government needs to without conquering. And at least based on what we see in the indictment. Number five, timing. Why now? This is not a legal defect in the indictment, but it's an important point. Why are they bringing this case now? They know that Trump is the leading candidate for president. They know he's beating Biden in the polls. They know how bad it looks for a sitting president's DOJ to indict the president's primary political opponent. DOJ has long had policies in place to prevent new indictments from being brought or over investigative acts being committed in the months preceding the election in order to avoid the appearance of political timing. The same reasoning clearly applies here. 
They didn't have a statute of limitation issues. They could have easily just announced the facts as they saw them after the search warrant was executed and all the documents were recovered and then held off on further investigative acts and the indictment until after November 2024. The fact that they didn't is strong evidence to me that a big part of this is the burning desire among many of the left to get Trump. They don't care about the law. They don't care about the facts. They don't care about norms of propriety or anything else. They just want Trump in cuffs. It's not the way things are supposed to work. If I were Trump's lawyers, I would consider moving to continue further proceedings until after November 2024. Let the case sit. The country doesn't need to litigate this right now. We need to pick our next president. If DOJ won't agree to that continuance, let them explain why this has to happen right now. There is no good reason that I can see. Number six, Jack Smith. Why him? If you could pick any lawyer in the country to handle a controversial case against a former president, a case involving an aggressive, unprecedented use of espionage act, a controversial law in and of itself, what lawyer would you pick? You probably want just a consummate professional, right? Career prosecutor with no political profile at all. White knight in shining armor who's never lost a case. Or you could pick Jack Smith. I follow law stuff pretty closely. I'm a huge nerd. I knew who Jack Smith was before this and the specific case he is most closely associated with in the public eye was the prosecution of Virginia Governor Bob McDonnell. Remember that one? Using a very aggressive interpretation of the scope of federal bribery and honest services fraud statutes, Smith nuked the career and life of a popular Republican political before having all his convictions overturned by the Supreme Court in a nine to zero opinion. You read that right. All nine Supreme Court justices smacked Jack Smith down for overzealous, legally defective prosecution of a Republican politician. SCOTUS gutted him so badly that the DOJ didn't even try to retry the case. They just dropped it. And his wife is a leftist filmmaker who produced a biography of Michelle Obama. And he currently lives in the Netherlands. Didn't they have anyone else good on the side of the of the Atlantic? If this is not a political prosecution, if Merrick Garland wasn't trying to get Trump, then why was Jack Smith the pick? Like the timing, the decision just reeks of politics. And really think about that. Why is Jack Smith the guy? Why would this individual be the head guy who has a reputation like he has? I do believe Trump actually plan this whole thing. I don't mean himself, but I think this is part of the plan. Let's pick the worst guy with the worst reputation where his cases were overturned, not by, oh, a five to four vote, but a unanimous vote. Let's put this guy front and center because I'm making a point here. I'm showing the country because remember they brought in Mueller and now I think Trump turned the tables on them and he's playing with them. He's in complete and utter control. And what's very interesting is just human. He found something out and he put this thread out on Twitter. He said the following Trump announcing the indictment on June 8th was not what DOJ SEO wanted. I'll show you the very first document on the docket is the motion to seal the indictment. It says that the grand jury returned an indictment on June 8th, 2023. It didn't give a time, but that's the date. The filing says that Trump and Nauta were informed that they were targets of the investigation, but that neither Trump nor Nauta were informed of the decision to seek an indictment. 
Citing intense media public interest, the special counsel's office wanted to keep the indictment sealed and asked the judge to issue a judicial summons to Trump and Nauta for Tuesday, June 13th, at which time they would unseal the indictment. They, DOJ, SEO, wanted to delay the public disclosure of the indictment. The judge agrees and orders it all sealed until next Tuesday. So what does Trump do? He seizes control of the narrative and tells the whole world that he has been indicted. Think about this for a second. Didn't he do the same thing with Bragg? Didn't he come out and say, hey, they're going to indict me? And that blew everything that they were trying to do. Remember, they wanted to have, you know, helicopters come in. They wanted him arrested. They wanted a whole big show. But Trump, he controls everything. So what did the special counsel do? Well, he asked the judge to unseal the indictment because, well, now it's pointless to keep it sealed. Absolutely. Trump is in complete and utter control. And think about what they've been trying to do. Rachel Rachel Maddow was out there and she's saying, well, Trump could take a plea deal. He can bow out of the elections and this way they won't press charges. Well, I do believe this is what they've been trying to do from the very beginning. Because they brought an indictment and Trump told us that they were going to use indictments to interfere in the election. And I do believe they were trying to use this to force him to bend a knee, to take a deal. When the indictment came down from Jack Smith, Joe Biden was shocked that Trump supporters were still supporting him. Hillary Clinton was shocked. The deep state sitting there going, why isn't this working? We must move to the next phase. So let's review this for a sec. Bragg indicted Trump on a case where the statute of limitations ran out. There's no case, no evidence. They know this. They thought that Trump supporters would not support him anymore. It didn't work. Trump polls went up and more people flocked to him. Trump didn't take a deal. He didn't bow out. So the D's had to up their game. Let's get him on federal charges. Let's get him on espionage. Because we don't have anything on classified documents. If we bring charges in regard to classified documents, people will start questioning how Biden is getting away with it. So let's use the Espionage Act and let her never stop the investigation. He'll just keep doing it saying, oh, we, we're not finished with the investigation. If anyone asks, we can not answer because there's an ongoing investigation. That's what the excuse they usually use. They're trying to get Trump to take a deal and bow out of the presidential race. This will not work. So now they will indict him again. And most likely they will throw him into jail. And we'll be talking about that in just a sec. But let me go back to post-1937. August 27, 2018. It says witch hunt in all caps. Down below, it says no deals. And I do believe this post is talking about Trump. The witch hunt that they're actually pushing on Trump, which they've been pushing on Trump. And in this post, it's letting us know that he's not going to make a deal. So everything the deep state has done has backfired and Trump is rubbing it in their face. Trump, he put this out on True Social. He said the following... Real big fundraising, even greater polls since the radical left indictment hoax was initiated by the misfits, mutants, Marxists, and communists. Thank you. Then he put out a statement. Trump raises over 6.6 million and counting since deranged Jack Smith announced political prosecution. Trump is playing with them and the people see the truth. Rasmussen reports put this out on Twitter said 58% agree that these charges are an affront to citizens, but not a Republic style. The party in power arresting its opponent, hypocritical and selective prosecution. Only 25% of voters strongly disagree. So more than half of America 
are agreeing with Trump. And we can see that the deep state, they're getting angry. They're getting pissed off. And like I said from the very beginning, Trump, he is standing in the way. He is the bait. And he wants them to continually push and push and push into the very end. So there is absolutely no question whatsoever when Trump goes after them. And I'm talking about Trump, the military courts and everything else. Because think about it, Trump, he brought them in and said, listen, we're going to the Supreme Court and you're gonna have to go all the way to the Supreme Court to get my taxes. The same thing's happening right now. He doesn't want anyone to ever question What's going to come next? Because when he goes after these people and he arrests these individuals and throws them into jail, well, he doesn't want the fake news saying this is unprecedented. This never happened before. So I do believe as bait, because he's standing in the way of us, he's going to complete all of this. Because remember, they overthrew the United States government. They overthrew a duly elected president. They had an insurrection and they, I think he wants them to charge him with seditious conspiracy, just like they did with the Oath Keepers. I think he wants this completed because this is what they did. And Lindsey Graham was talking on Fox News and Stormers arrived, put this out and said, like him or not, Lindsey Graham is standing firmly behind President Trump. Everything he says is spot on, especially the part about how much they fear Trump. They're terrified right now. He says, and this is coming from Lindsey Graham, expect more indictments. They aren't going to go out without a fight, but they will be defeated. And he went on to say that they might even arrest him for January 6th. Think about that for a second. How do we know that this might be coming? Well, we had former FBI director, criminal Comey. He predicted that, and this was on uh, Jen Psaki's show, that Trump could be wearing an ankle bracelet when accepting the GOP nomination if he wins in 2024. So basically, they're saying that he will have an ankle bracelet on and he will be under arrest. Think about this for a second. Think about what they're doing here. Trump, he's showing the world how corrupt this is. And What charges are they going to use? Well, I do believe they're realizing that this indictment here is not going to go anywhere. So we have Andrew Weissman, who was the mastermind behind Mueller because Mueller had dementia. Andrew Weissman now is floating additional and more serious federal charges against Trump in New Jersey. What do they really want? They want Trump to be brought into D.C., They want him tried in D.C. So what happened? What event happened in D.C.? Well, that was uh, January 6th. That was the Fed's surrection. Are they going to charge him with sedition? Are they going to charge him? I do believe so. I do believe they're going to take it that far. And think about this and think mirror because this is everything that they did. So now the people are seeing this. Now the people are saying, wow, You can do this to a president. You can charge him with insurrection, with sedition. You can charge him with all this. Well, then Trump, the military, can charge these people with all of that. That's what Trump is establishing right now. And we can see the deep state players, 
they're becoming more and more desperate as time goes on. Now, I do believe Trump and the Patriots, they already know this playbook. Trump already knows that these things are going to happen. He knew from the very, very beginning that he was going to have to be the bait and he was going to have to take every single hit until the very, very end because he was going to need to turn this around on them. Remember, the Patriots are in control. The military is in control. Most of this is under control by the Patriots. They're the ones who are orchestrating a lot of this. And I do believe this is why the deep state players, they're going to move to the next level. They're going to have a communication blackout. They're going to have a cyber attack. And all of a sudden, we're starting to see that this is where all of this is leading. Right now, Russia now has a free, a free hand to destroy the undersea communication cables. A close ally of Russian uh, President Putin said there was no reason for Moscow not to destroy its enemy's undersea communication cables, given that he said was Western complicity in the Nord Stream pipeline blast. Then we have a global cyber attack that hits multiple uh, U.S. federal government agencies. And they're saying that this is a state-backed Chinese hacker who used a security hole in a popular email security appliance to break into the networks of hundreds of public and private sector organizations globally. So they're already building the narrative. Remember, they're not just going to come out and say, oh, cyber attack. They like to tell you what's happening. They like to build the narrative. And that's exactly what's happening. But I do believe Trump is letting everyone know. And I do believe he sent a message that we need to fight and we need to continue to fight to tell the enemy we are not going to take this anymore. And what's very interesting, he put up the same video that Dan Scavino put up, his caravan going into Bedminster. And in the background, we have Fanner of the Opera Overture playing. And what's very interesting about this is that his timestamp is 1240. And when you go to post 1240, it's a video of Ronald Reagan saying, we must fight. Take a listen. Now let's set the record straight. There's no argument over the choice between peace and war, but there's only one guaranteed way you can have peace, and you can have it in the next second. Surrender. Admittedly, there's a risk in any course we follow other than this, but every lesson of history tells us that the greater risk lies in appeasement, and this is the specter our well-meaning liberal friends refuse to face, that their policy of accommodation is appeasement, and it gives no choice between peace and war only between fight or surrender. If we continue to accommodate, continue to back and retreat, eventually we have to face the final demand, the ultimatum. And what then? When Nikita Khrushchev has told his people, he knows what our answer will be. He has told them that we're retreating under the pressure of the Cold War, and someday, when the time comes to deliver the final ultimatum, our surrender will be voluntary, because by that time, we will have been weakened from within spiritually, morally, and economically. He believes this because from our side he's heard voices pleading for peace at any price, or better rev than death, or as one commentator put it, he'd rather live on his knees than die on his feet. And therein lies the road to war, because those voices don't speak for the rest of us. You and I know and do not believe that life is so dear and peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery. If nothing in life is worth dying for, when did this begin? Just in the face of this enemy? Or should Moses have told the children of Israel to live in slavery under the pharaohs? Should Christ have refused the cross? 
Should the patriots at Concord Bridge have thrown down their guns and refused to fire the shockers around the world? The martyrs of history were not fools. And our honored dead, who gave their lives to stop the advance of the Nazis, didn't die in vain. Where then is the road to peace? Well, it's a simple answer after all. You and I have the courage to say to our enemies, there is a price we will not pay, there is a point beyond which they must not advance. Winston Churchill said the destiny of man is not measured by material complications. When great forces are on the move in the world, we learn their spirits, not animals. He said there's something going on in time and space and beyond time and space, which, whether we like it or not, spells duty. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. And I do believe he put this up saying, enough is enough. We're not backing down. We are fighting the deep state. And we're going to keep pushing. We're not going to bend a knee. We're not going to do what you say. We are the majority and we're going to take back this country. And he's sending the message to everyone. It is time to fight. We're in the final battle and we're going to get all of these people. Listen, everyone, thanks a lot for listening. Be well, be safe, and especially be prepared. Thanks a lot. Let's talk about protecting our health. Before trying anti-aging serums or wrinkle creams, check if you're getting enough collagen first. Adding collagen to your diet can highlight elasticity, health, and a youthful glow to your skin like nothing else you wouldn't believe. This is why I highly recommend taking collagen for better health. This amazing powder is specially formulated to enhance skin elasticity, hydration, and makes it easy to boost your collagen levels to support healthier skin. Try it today to receive 53% off plus several other free bonuses. Order today by going to healthwithx22.com. That is healthwithx22.com. Let's talk about protecting your wealth. It's crypto buy time. Go to mydigitalmoney.com. After crossing the 30,500 mark, Bitcoin slid down to around 28,000, but this is expected and normal as some investors want to make some gains. Ethereum, on the other hand, is back to $1,700. What this offers you is an opportunity to make bigger gains. Go to mydigitalmoney.com. Thousands of customers are already buying like crazy, making sure another opportunity doesn't pass them by. Bitcoin and Ethereum have been resilient through all economic distresses throughout the year. During the regular chaos in the beginning of the year, Bitcoin gained 5,000 in a matter of one week. It responded to the banking crisis by gaining 7,000 weeks following the banking crisis. Go to MyDigitalMoney.com. Unlike most other crypto platforms, MyDigitalMoney.com, with their partner Equity Trust, founded in 1974, hold your crypto separately from their business operations. That means your assets are yours and cannot be touched. Invest with an IRA or standard account safely through their easy-to-use platform. Just go to MyDigitalMoney.com or call them at 833 833- 3636 We've been in an economic slump and it looks like there is more to come. Yet Bitcoin is up more than 70% year to date. If you want an asset that can grow your wealth, invest in crypto. Just go to mydigitalmoney.com. Go to mydigitalmoney.com. Open account now and get $50 in your account. Just enter X22 in the promo code field. Terms apply. And remember, there is always a risk of loss and past performance is not indicative of future results. Let's talk about our health. Americans' motivation for fitness has never been higher than this summer. A shocking 42% of Americans have stated they want a beach body, many of whom are 
switching to a keto diet to reach these health goals. To help reach these goals, I highly recommend taking this amazing keto powder. It is one of the most popular keto supplements on the market because it helps give you benefits of elevated ketones even without following a highly restrictive keto diet, which means you don't have to eliminate carbs. It's specially formulated to help boost metabolism, control appetite, and heighten energy levels. Try it today to receive 51% off plus several other free bonuses. Order today by going to keto with x22.com. That is keto with x22.com. Let's talk about protecting your wealth. Just as King Charles III of Britain has a crown with the timeless wealth of gold, you can enrich your future with the enduring value of a gold IRA. Like those precious crowns, a gold IRA doesn't tarnish over time. It shines brighter in economic turmoil. It's a hedge against inflation and stability in volatile markets. This month, the first solid quarter-ounce gold standard bullion coin ever issued with Charles III's image can be yours with your own qualifying IRA or 401k rollover of 50000 or higher. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments. Hurry and go to x22gold.com. That is x22gold.com. And always remember, there's always a risk of investment and there's no guarantee of any kind.